This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Mayday! Mayday! This is a sea of starry-eyed. Can anyone hear me? Mayday! Mayday! No one can hear me. Well, Tom the face facts, Trevor. I don't think we'll be around to cash in these luncheon vouchers. Oh, it's okay, Captain Skylark. We're heading for that purple planet up ahead. I'm sure there'll be some nice restaurants there. Trev's right, Captain. Now, don't you worry none. I'll get you down safe and sound, Captain. Yeah, well, what about the ship? We're out of control, computer. If we maintain this course and speed, we're sure to crash. Well, that may be, but I'm sure it'll be a fun trip. You just hang in there, Captain. Well, no one could ever say you're the sharpest log in that forest, computer. Crashing is not a good thing. It won't be fun, and it, and it won't be easy. But thanks all the same, computer. You've been a good friend of mine. However this turns out, I just wanted you to know that. Oh, shucks, Captain. I love you, too. That's not exactly what I... Look, never mind. Just concentrate on keeping this ship straight and level. You betcha, Captain. I'm sure it's going to be all right, sir. I mean, we've gone through some pretty tough scrapes so far, and look at us right now. Just sailing along, zipping through space at a good clip. Of course we're zipping along through space at a good clip, Trevor. Our guidance and propulsion system got jammed after you dropped that chocolate whip down inside them. We're on a collision course for that large purple planet up ahead there, and likely to be all killed instantly upon impact. So if this is the end, well, I just want you to know that I hold you exclusively responsible for it. And what's more, I'll probably never forgive you. But as I'll only have about 30 seconds longer to hold the grudge, things aren't leaning decidedly in your favor. Oh, that's awfully nice of you, sir. It wasn't a compliment, you stupid bot. Oh, I see, sir. Sorry, sir. Well, this is it. Hang on, guys. We may be in for a comfy ride. I think you mean bumpy ride, computer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right, Captain. Hang on! Oh, God. I always knew I'd end like this somehow.
believe it or not, we're back for another episode of Robots of the Company. Number 407, The Crash. Written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. So, what are you guys up to? What do you got there? It's our new radio, Potch. Radio? Where did you get a radio? It washed up on shore down at the lagoon. Lagoon? We have a lagoon? Of course we have. You really should keep up with current events, Captain. Oh, pipe down, Zimtron. And what's more, that's extremely unbelievable. And it's unlikely this radio thing will work if it's been in the water. But Boffin seems to think he can fix it. Is that true, Boffin? Well, sure. On this planet, anything is possible. Even having a lagoon. And even finding an old-fashioned transistor-type radio that's washed up in the lagoon. So as I said, anything is possible on Bob. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting. Well, what good will it do us anyway? We're millions of miles from the space lanes, and we're trapped on a primitive planet in the middle of nowhere. How is an old-fashioned transistor radio going to help us? Well, as luck would have it, it's only disguised as an old transistor radio. It is, in fact, a sub-ether band radio. It, it can pick up signals from all over the galaxy, Cat. Even from the solar system? Even from Earth, Mars, and Venus? Most certainly. That's amazing, Boff. I, I think I'm getting a signal now. Today in Robot News with your robotic news anchor, Fizz Gizzit. Hello, I'm Fizz Gizzit. Today in Robot News, Tapeworm. The Institute for Scientifically Inaccurate Studies announced its latest findings today about the legendary tapeworm. The report suggested that there was a device in ancient times that actually recorded television shows using small plastic worms, which weaved magnetic tape around the human head to record audio and video material. Wow, what a waste of time that study was. And in other news, it seems the company, praise the company, which turned up recently after having been missing for the better part of eight months, has reported that they have closed the case on their search for the missing cargo vessel, the Titan One. It is now believed that the ship and her crew of heroic robots was lost somewhere out in deep space. The company plans to release a film about the mysterious disappearance called Robots of the Company, the movie. We can now bring you the first glimpse of the upcoming promotional trailer for the film. In a world of robots and spaceships, there lives a crew so insane they'd have to be mad to go into deep space. But this is just what they do for fun. Robots of the Company, the movie, starring Cliffhanger as Captain Putch McNuttage. Hold it right there. What the heck is wrong with you? Coming in here squeaking like a motherboard. I ought to tear you limb from limb. Ha-ha! That'll teach ya! Daisy Malone as Squeak. Hello, boys! Nice to meet ya! Now, get over here, you handsome hunk of metal. Captain Punch. And give me some sweet robot lovin'. Ape Vagoda as Briscoe the Bot. And legendary screen villain X-34-10 as Dr. Grease Monkey. Welcome, my friends. You are all now citizens of the Banana Republic. Prepare for your doom. Not so fast, Grease Monkey. You'll have to go through me before you could crash this ship. No problem. Rated GB for General Bot Admittance. Coming soon to a theater near you. See it or die. 
praise the company. Turn it off. I don't want to hear any more. What's the matter, Pudge? Yes, I thought it sounded pretty cool. (laughs) They're making a movie about us. I'm sorry, but I can't get excited about that just now. But why not, Pudge? They've got Cliffhanger playing you. Yeah, I know. And that's great and all, but I'm just too depressed to care. I I don't get it, Captain. Didn't you hear what Fizz Gidget had to say? They've given up the search. They're no longer looking for us. They think we're all dead. Now we'll never get off this planet. Hmm. You could be right. But I wonder who they'll get to play me. I mean, I I hope it's some seasoned actor with a good pedigree. Oh, will you shut up about the movie, Zimtron? Look, none of us are even ever going to see this film. Or any films ever again. Don't you guys get it? Oh, yeah. Well... When you put it like that, it's rather depressing. Uh, You really know how to take the life out of a room, Punch. You know that. He's got a point, mate. Oh, never mind. I'm out of here. He's really quite touchy, isn't he? Uh, You're right there, Simtron. So, who do you think they'll get to play me, Buffin? Any ideas? Um, well, it hadn't really occurred to me. Really? I would think that that would be the chief concern on your mind. Um, not really, no. Isn't it fascinating how the butterflies on this planet have a lifespan of exactly 48 hours before they catch on fire and die, Mother? Not especially, Derek. Dear, no. They are born, procreate, fly around a bit, and then literally crash and burn. Simply astounding. Pretty butterfly, tasty. I doubt they were born and fried just so you could have a snack food, Chango. Why must I be stuck with this stupid oaf for a brother? Couldn't you have tried a bit harder to give birth to something with a bit more mental power than a nightlight, mother dear? Oh, will you stop bleeding on, Derek? Someone's in a foul mood today. Foul? Where? Chango loves chickens. He's clueless on everything except somehow he knows what the word foul means. Even if it wasn't the correct usage. Typical. Leave your brother alone, Derek. What did I do? Someone's got up on the wrong side of the hut this morning. Derek! Mommy is trying to clear her head. So could you please go and... And... Oh, I don't know, jump into the lagoon or something? Mother, I never expected something so loathsome to come out of your speaker systems. Father would be so proud of you. Oh, Derek, you've hit upon my quandary. I have? And I wasn't even trying. Damn, I'm good. Will you stop eating those butterflies? Chongo likes butterflies, yummy. Oh, never mind. Why don't you go play in the lagoon, Jungle dear? Oh, okay. 
Phew! I thought he'd never leave. Now, Mother, we must discuss the sad mood you find yourself in. What seems to be the problem? Maybe I can help. I doubt it, dear. I really doubt it. You never know until you try me. Oh, very well. It's your father. I miss him so. And I wonder if we'll ever see him again. He was my world. And today is our wedding anniversary. Six years I've been married to that bot. Six years! Oh, I miss him. Oh, there, there, Mother dear. I'm sure you'll be all right. Uh, maybe you could, um, uh, fall in love again. Derek Alphonius Einstein! How dare you suggest such a thing? I'm merely thinking of you, Mother. It's what Father would want, you know. He would? Oh, yes. He wouldn't want you pining away senselessly. And let's face it. He's never going to find us on this planet. Not in a million years. We'll never see him again. Don't say such things. The odds against him actually ending up finding us on this planet must be somewhere in the region of 15 billion, 64 million, 500,000, 72 to 1. That's just the ballpark figure, mind you. Face facts, Mother. It's never going to happen. Oh, I suppose you're right, dear. Maybe it is time for me to accept the reality of our predicament and move on. <laughs> oh my, here we go again. Oh boy, what a day. This is so depressing. Maybe I can help. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dave. I didn't see you there. You know, you gotta stop doing that. What? Startling people. Hey, is it my fault everyone forgets my existence? Well, I suppose you have a valid point. Talk to me, Putch. What's troubling you today? Well, the guys fished this radio out of the water, and they actually got it to work. Then we heard some bad news. Don't tell me. Your people think you're dead, and now they've called off the search for you. How did you know that? Well, it's simple. You guys were talking about it in the Banana Club, which happens to be built into my trunk. I hear everything that goes on in there. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Everybody forgets about me. That's the tree's lot in life. So, a ship crashed into Bob today. What did you just say? A ship. You know, crash, boom, into Bob. Another ship has crashed into this planet? Isn't that what I just said? Boy, you bots take disregard a whole new level. Hey. Poor robots of the company. If you were expecting respect, you're talking to the wrong group of bots. It's all in the programming. I see. So, what about this ship? Anyone gonna check and see if they're alive or dead? Well, I'm captain, so I suppose I'd best get on it. Thanks, Dave. Don't mention it. Gee, well, uh, I already did. See you around. <laughs> Oh, hey, Payload, how's it going? Well, it was touch and go for a while there, but things are looking a lot brighter today. I know what you mean. So where are you heading in such a hurry, Skipper? Well, 
Dave told me about a ship that crashed near here and, uh, what the hell? Payload? But, 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 we, we thought you were dead, or at least lost. How did you get here? Oh, my escape pod landed on the opposite side of the planet, Skipper. Sorry it's taken me so long to find you, but I was stuck in the mud for a few weeks. Then I realized I couldn't talk. Nope, lost my sound system in the mire. But luckily, I managed to cannibalize the one from my crashed escape pod, which explains why I sound so different. Oh, and I hit my head on a rock, and ever since then my positronic network has felt kind of strange. To be honest with you, maybe that's why my personality is so different. But then it took me simply ages to travel from one side of the planet to the other. Doesn't help that Bob spins in an anti-clockwise direction. That would explain why I got lost so many times. It really screws with your sense of direction. But how did you know where to come? I used this homing beacon I found. It led me here to the area where the Titan One crashed and burned. And from what I've seen, it really did burn. What a stroke of luck, huh, Skipper? Gee, not really, Payload. The, the Titan One was our home, a place of work, and, and now it's gone. It... No, I meant finding that homing beacon. I sure got lucky there, huh? Oh, yeah, sure. And speaking of the Titan One, there isn't much left. We're still missing some crew members, like Shinwipe, Chef, a few others. Well, I haven't seen anything of Shinwipe, but Chef is set up pretty good in the dark zone. No kidding. Yeah, seems he opened up a nice little bar and grill. It's going great guns with the mole people. Yeah, they sure do love it. Seems Chef has found a nice little niche for himself here on Bob. We'd almost given up hope of ever finding any of you guys still ticking. I'm sure glad you showed up when you did, because I think I may need your unique abilities. My unique abilities are at your service, as always, Skipper. Good to know. Welcome back, Payload. <laughs> it's good to be back, Butch. Seriously, Mother. You really should consider finding a hobby. All this crying and worrying all the time? That emotion chip sure was a bad idea. Shh, Derek. Be quiet for just a moment. But, Mother, I never... Who wants in your robotic life, Derek? Shut up! Mother... I never. Why? What is it? I'm not sure. But it looks like a spacecraft has crashed here. Oh, surely not. I mean, it must be more wreckage from the Titan One. I mean, the odds of two ships crashing into this planet at roughly the same coordinates is virtually impossible. I mean, the odds against it must be... Would you shut up, Derek? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, sorry, sir. Hey, wait a minute. That's dead. Excelsior? Is it really you, Schnookums? Of course it's me. Who did you think it was, woman? This is a mess. It's just terrible. I mean, what are the odds of two ships crashing into this planet at almost exactly the same coordinates? I'd say the odds aren't good, Skipper. But what do I know? I'm just a forklift, not a rocket scientist. You're a great help, Payload. Thanks. Anytime, pal. Help me lift this section. Maybe we'll find some survivors. Sure thing, Pudge. But I'm not sure where we're going to find anyone alive in this mess. Hey, there is something alive here. I think it may be a bot. Hello? Can you hear me? 
Is anyone live in there? Yeah, man. Hang on a minute. Are you alright? Whoa, what a trip, man. What happened? I only wish I knew, man. All I know is, I was at this party and there was lots of booze, fembots, dirty laundry. I can't explain that last bit, but it was wild, man. <laughs> I think he's delirious, Skipper. Yeah, I have to agree. No, 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 man. You got it all wrong. I mean, it was one mean party. The music was loud, the women were loose, and the whole place just started to rock, man. I mean, it was something, like something out of a film, dudes. I mean, the world just started to shake and twist and turn, and, oh man, you should have been there. Hey, wait. You are there, because then I saw you guys and was like, whoa, dudes, and it was just crazy, man, crazy. Yeah, and I suspect you know all about crazy. Do you have a name, Strangebot? Oh, what's in a name, dude? I mean, everyone's got one, and what difference does it make if mine's Zipper? Strange name for a water hose. Exactly, man. I mean, are we the sum of our parts? Or are we just celestial passengers on God's surfboard, you know what I mean? Um, no, I don't know what you mean at all. But that's deep. How deep is the ocean? Maybe this up and down lifty guy knows. I don't think I know the answer to that one, pal. Sorry. Of course not, man. Who does? But in the end, I'm Belfast. Huh? Zipper Belfast, dude. Hang on a minute. You're Zipper Belfast, the 80s pop legend. What are you two going on about? Look, there could be more survivors here. I think we should leave the trivia lesson for later and go on with the search and rescue. I agree, Captain, but Zipper is a celebrity. Uh, well, he used to be way back in the 2980s. Fascinating, Payload. Now maybe you should take him to Boffin for repairs while I conduct this search on my own, huh? With pleasure, Pudge. Come on, Master Belfast. Just hop under my canopy, and I'll get you to safety right away. That's heavy duty, man. Thanks. Rock on. Can I help, Captain? Sure thing, Briscoe. At least somebody's willing. Help me lift this fuselage. Sure thing, Punch. Uh... <laughs> It's a bot. Is he active? Let's see. Hang on a minute. I don't think this bot is a he. Then what could it be, Captain? Well, considering there are only two sexes I'm aware of, if it ain't a he, it can only be... An albatross? Briscoe, an albatross is not a gender. A what? Huh, never mind. Just help me get her up. Oh, it's a she. <laughs> now you're catching on. Now will you shut up and give me a hand? And if you start clapping, I swear I'll pick you up and toss you into the lagoon myself. Why would I start clapping, Captain? This is serious. No kidding. Come on, then. Wow. She's pretty. Almost as pretty as Squeak. Hubba, hubba. You're almost right, Briscoe. Because to my optical lenses, she's even more beautiful than Squeak. Why, thank you, big boy. Hey, Punch, she's alive. I see that, Briscoe. So, uh... Who do I have the honor of addressing? 
Ruby's the name. Ruby Red Smoke. But you can call me Rue. It's a real pleasure to meet you, Rue. I mean, uh, I'm happy to, uh, uh... <laughs> It's okay, darling. Just take a deep breath. But, but we're bots. We don't need to breathe. You could have fooled me, sugar. You and your friend sure look as if you need a nice deep breath about now. And that's for sure. <laughs> You'd think you boys had never seen an entertainment droid before. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're an entertainment droid? Sure, sugar. What kind of tub do you think we're space warping on? What you talking about, Captain? Shh, Briscoe. Um, I'm sorry to have to inform you that your ship has actually crashed into Bob here. Bob? We crashed into some fella? Uh, no. Y you see, Bob is the name of the planet. Huh. Strange name for a planet. Yeah, I know. It's a long story. And I'll take it we don't have time for explanations. Exactly. There could be other passengers that need our help. Oh, I wasn't a passenger. I was the singer on board the SS Starry-Eyed. The SS Starry-Eyed? You mean this is the famous luxury space liner? Oh, boy. There could be... Human casualties here. We gotta get this rescue operation in gear, Briscoe. Hey, relax, honey. Not to worry. We just dropped off our human passengers in Rail the Six. We were heading in for a refit. Nothing on board but the most basic robotic crew and us entertainment droids. So, no need to get your circuits in a twist, hon. Well, that's a relief. Phew. Now... If you could wait right here for a few moments while we check the next section, I'd be very grateful. Then we'll come back and lead you to safety with the, any other survivors of your crew. Ooh, sure thing, handsome. Take your time. Come on, Briscoe. Can you hear me? Is anyone live in there? Hello? Well, I don't think... Oh, my God, we crashed. Calm down. You're still active. You're alive. I am... I knew we'd make it! I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! I tried to tell the captain, but would he listen to me? Oh, no, sir. <laughs> I like this new guy. Oh, hello. Sorry, I lost my head there for a second in all the excitement. But your head is still attached. Oh, I know, but it's like the captain always says, Trevor, he says, you'd lose your head if it wasn't attached. And, you know, I think he's right. But then, you know, Captain Skullock is always, always right. I mean, look at this crash. He was so right about that. And, you know, and, and, where is Captain Skylark? He really ought to be told the good news. Captain Skylark! Captain Skylark! Oh my god, he's dead! Uh, Excelsior? You found us? But... But... We thought you'd never be able to find us. I was even considering finding somebody else to love. You what? Who is he? Why, whoever it is, I'll thrash him within an inch of his life. I'll totally destroy him! It's not exactly, um, he, Dad. Oh, shush, Derek. Oh, Excelsior. Of course there was never anyone else. It's always been you, Sweetums. Oh, I've missed you so much. Really? Even though I've been off fighting in the megalithic wars of Sesmus Three for the past year? No, I don't care about that. All I care about is you and our three baby bots. Mother, we're hardly babies anymore. Besides, Lulabelle isn't even here. Ouch! Who, who threw that rock? 
Who do you think, runt? Oh, joy! If it isn't my baby sister. Ouch! Stop that! <laughs> it was bad enough with Chango the brainless wonder. Now I have to put up with your shenanigans again? That's right. I'm back! <laughs> oh, Excelsior, you're back! My whole family's back together, and I couldn't be happier. But are you sure you're all right? Of course, dearest. I've had my body upgraded so I can move around, amongst other things. And now I really can destroy you. I'm counting on it, Tiger. Growl. Oh, boy. There they go. Get a room. Ouch! Lula! <laughs> you talk pot. So what happened next, huh? Well, I woke up next to this tall pink bird in a leotard. I couldn't explain it to Mandy, so she left me. Mandy left you over that? I mean, who hasn't woken up next to a weird bird at least once in their lifetime, huh? I once woke up next to a particularly ugly chicken one time. Well, exactly, man! I mean, who can explain these things to women, eh? Bots, humans, multiforms, they're all the same, man! Women! I mean, you get caught sleeping with one fembot who isn't your wife, and what happens? Divorce! Oh, you mean that kind of girl. What other kind are they, Sphinx, me old chum? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that... <laughs> oh, it really is good to see you again, Zipper. We had such fun back in the old days, you know? And the beauty is, we will again, dude. We will again! <laughs> Wonderful! Sphinx gets to hook up with an old drinky buddy, and what do I get? Well... What do I get, Punch? You'll get nothing and love it, Zimmy. Just be grateful we're alive and that we know two other bots who are as well. That's small consolation. I really think I should get something. I mean, it's my birthday after all. It is. Oh, I just love birthdays. I mean, we can make a cake. I mean, not a real one, of course. Unless, like me, you've been fitted with an eat and drink simulator. But it's ever so fun at parties. Oh, that's it. We'll have a party to celebrate your birthday, Zimtron. Oh, I can see it now. We can have streamers, we can sing songs, and it'll be just divine. There you go, Zimtron. You get a buddy, too. Better you than me. I'm out of here. But, 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 Captain, wait, wait. This isn't what I had in mind at all. Oh, hang on, Zim. I can call you Zim, can't I? No. Oh, we're going to have such good fun. I may just scream myself to death. Look, um, don't you have a memorial service to plan for that captain of yours? Oh, you know, you're right. Oh, I have another Simply Scrumptious idea. Let's blend the two together. We'll have a birthday memorial service. Oh, it'll be such fun. Oh, yes. It'll be a real barrel of laughs. See? There you go. That's the spirit. You have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 407, The Crash. Written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. Which starred in order of appearance. John Morse as Captain Skylark. David Alt as Trevor. Steve Anderson as the starry-eyed computer. Joe Thomas as Putch. Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Shane Harris as Boffin, Jonathan Patrick Russell as his Gizzet, 
Jim Barber as the big-voiced movie guy, Ron Smith as Cliff Hanger, Stefania G. Lintonbon as Daisy Malone, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Ape Vagoda, Captain John Tatterzak as X-34-10, Jeff Niles as Derek, Sally Wiggett as Squeak, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Chongo, Wayne Hayward as Dave the Tree, Dave Weaver as Payload, Ted Gray as Excelsior, David Alt as Zipper, Kyle Boers as Brisco, Cookie Coletti as Ruby Redsmoke, and introducing Kim Russell as Lulabelle, and Jim Barber as Sphinx. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The associate producer was Vince Staden. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, executive producer, and director was, I'll give you three guesses, Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by that guy, Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the expressed written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. We interrupt our regularly scheduled credits to bring you this update. We now come to you from DreamRealmSite.com. So join us there on the web from now on. That is all. Now back to your regularly scheduled credits. Take it away, me. You can email us at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com, but only if you feel the need to get off your lazy ass. We crashed the party during the making of this audiogram. Get it crashed? Oh, never mind. Just join us next time as the robots of the company have a hard time dying in an incredibly inane episode entitled Dead Again and Again and Again. This has been a production of Dream Realm Enterprises. Copyright 2008. All rights reserved.